What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Absolutely Podcast, the podcast specifically designed to help women defeat diet culture and to live their dream, healthy, balanced lifestyle. Today, we have a topic that you are not going to want to miss, and it's one thing I get asked about all of the time is how to reset my metabolism. If you feel right now like your metabolism is slow, like you can't eat more than 1,500, 1,200 calories without gaining weight, if you literally look at food and feel like you put on the pounds by simply looking at a piece of cake, this episode is for you because I have been there and it is very frustrating to struggle with a slow metabolism. And one thing I didn't know is that you don't need to struggle with a slow metabolism because there are ways to upregulate and to essentially reset your metabolism. So we're going to be deep diving into that today on how you can reset your metabolism, what are some of the misconceptions about metabolism, and just kind of some action steps on getting your metabolism all restored and reset. And if you're listening to this episode, you get a special inside sneak peek of our new program that is launching called the Metabolism Makeover. So if you're listening to this right now, you get early access. I'm going to put a link in the description on how to get the early access for this new program that will also have a Black Friday deal on it. So if you want in on 20% off, this is, your, this is your bet, but wanted to kind of do a little bit of just explaining on how we are going to help you reset your metabolism. And even if you want to do this on your own and reset it too. I wish I would have known this information way back in the day when I was struggling and I thought I literally would never be able to eat 2,000 calories without gaining weight. So let's just dive in to how to reset your metabolism. And I think first and foremost, there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to metabolism. It's not just like you can push a button and reset your metabolism. It doesn't work like that. This is going to be a process when it comes to resetting your metabolism. I wish I could find the button that you could just push and reset your metabolism. I'd be a billionaire. I'd be able to help so many people, but that is something that just isn't realistic. And I think that is something that is definitely marketed towards people that don't understand that you can't just reset your metabolism with a supplement or with a food or with a certain diet or workout plan. Like this is something that will take probably um, a few months to get the ball rolling on this, but I promise you the end result of completely restoring your metabolism is 1000% worth it. So that's the first misconception is that it's not going to just going to be just pushing a button and taking a pill and getting there. And anyone that promises you that is full of BS. Supplements that are marketed towards increasing your metabolism, not it. This is that is those are not going to help you with getting a faster metabolism and you're just going to be flushing your money down the toilet. So if there's anything you take from this episode is that you can't just take a supplement or a quick fix to reset your metabolism. This is something that's going to be strategic and take time to do, but in the end it is worth it. So there's nothing specific you can do, no foods, workouts, whatever. It's these th few steps that I'm going to explain right now. So the number one thing that I hear when women are struggling with a slow metabolism is they feel like they can't eat above like 1,500 or 1,200 calories without gaining weight. And they are not wrong because a lot of women have been conditioned in this diet culture to eat 1,200 calories or just low calories in general for a long period of time. And when we do that, our metabolism is actually adaptive. So it will adapt down, but the great thing is, is that it also adapts up. So when it adapts down though, and you're eating low calorie for a long period of time, you're going to eventually downregulate your metabolism. So it can't 
you know, it can't burn um, more calories than 1200. So when you are, you know, you're eating under eating for a long period of time at 1200 calories, there's going to be a point where anything above 1200 calories you consume, you will put on body fat. So that's why a lot of people think that they have a slow metabolism. And yes, they do. But it's just because they have done damage to it and down regulated it. And the good thing is, is that you can also upregulate your metabolism. And I have a full podcast episode on reverse dieting. So after this episode, if you're interested more in reverse dieting, how to do this more in depth, I'm not going to go super, super in depth on this episode, but that one literally gave the recipe away for how to reverse diet. But basically what reverse dieting is, is essentially restoring your metabolism and slowly strategically bringing up your calories. So you are at a healthy range where you don't need to worry about gaining weight at 1300 calories. Like that is literally ridiculous. And I say this because I have been there. I had a period of time where I did so many fad diets that my metabolism was so slow. And like I'm five foot nine. I'm a tall gal. I should be eating 2,200 calories and being able to maintain my weight perfectly. And literally, I could not eat above like 1,300, 1,500 calories without gaining weight, which was awful. And it's because I damaged my metabolism not knowing because you're taught that you need to eat super low calorie to lose weight, right? So you can't blame yourself, but know that you can reset this. So this is, if this is something you're saying like, okay, this might be me. I have been dieting for years and I don't know why I literally can't seem to eat food without putting on weight. It's not that you're going crazy. It's that your metabolism has just downregulated. And the great thing is adapt back up. And that is what we can help you out with. Um, as far as kind of where you should be maintaining your weight, if you're wondering like if I – am I under eating, like whatever. So you should be able to maintain your weight at around 1,700 – no, I would say even higher than that. Probably 1,900 to 2,500 calories and be able to lose weight at around like 1,700 to 2,000 calories depending on your height, weight, activity level, all of those things. So if you're not eating that much and you're putting on weight, you probably need to reverse diet and get your metabolism to a spot where you can – be healthy, restore your hormone function, and have a healthy metabolism. It's amazing when you have a healthy metabolism. It not only just allows you to eat more food, like that's great, get more flexibility and stuff, but it also just makes you feel so much better. It plays into your hormones. It plays into your energy levels. And when someone comes to me and they're struggling with these symptoms of low energy, poor relationship with food. I say, ding, ding, ding. They have been under eating probably for years and they need a reverse diet. And it's frustrating to be in that spot of why can I literally not eat anything without gaining weight? And this is the solution to that is the reverse diet. The next thing you can do to essentially reset your metabolism, and I feel like honestly, this is kind of like a gimmicky podcast um, podcast title I did, like reset, because it's not like you can just reset it. Like all of these things are going to be something that just helps aid in your metabolism. So check your NEAT activity. You're probably like, what is NEAT? So non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is like you just moving throughout the day. Yes, getting in a workout is great, but it makes up such a tiny portion of the amount of calories you're burning per day. And when I am thinking of metabolism, I'm thinking of how many calories your body just burns at rest or just like living your everyday life, right? So if we can check your NEAT activity, which is activity outside of exercise, like devoted workouts, devoted cardio, you are going to be able to essentially increase your metabolism because you are moving more. When you're moving more, you are able to burn more calories. 
think about close your eyes and think about your a friend that you have that is like super like just naturally small and like doesn't put on body fat can eat whatever they want and then think about what are their mannerisms what are they doing on a day-to-day basis i can think about two people in my head specifically like in my family like my dad is always moving around he is a high metabolism because he's always like doing something fidgeting whatever like the most like fidgety people can probably burn way more calories there's a statistic on this i don't know the exact number so i'm not going to say it but you can burn so many more calories when you're just like a more fidgety person or when you talk with your hands more or if you're a person that likes to like get up and walk around and do whatever like those people are probably going to have a faster metabolism because they're literally just moving more per day. So if you're a person like me that isn't a naturally super fidgety person getting up, doing things all day, every day, you have to program things into your day to essentially augment this, to be able to have a little bit of a faster metabolism. So things I recommend to clients and what I do myself as well is I have a step goal and I know there's like an argument that like steps are considered a workout, whatever movement is movement. Okay. So have a step goal. I would recommend at least 6K steps. Anything below that, I would consider pretty sedentary. So we want to have at least 6 to 10K steps per day in order to be considered active and to really get the most bang for your buck when it comes to restoring your metabolism and just being overall a healthy individual, okay? When you're getting up and getting moving, your body thanks you, your digestion thanks you. You just are a healthier individual overall. So get up, get moving, set a step goal for yourself. I really love the data part of things and knowing like, okay, if I hit eight to 10 K steps, that's my movement goal for the day. And that is chef's kiss. Perfect. Um, if you're a person that maybe works an office job right now, you're getting three to 4,000 steps, shoot for 6,000 steps. That is way better than what you are doing currently. And then you can always increase by another thousand or whatever. If you don't have an Apple watch, you don't have an aura ring, something to track your steps. That is okay. I would just program in like, okay, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes total today. I'm going to go on my morning 15 minute walk. When I let out my dog, going to go on a post dinner walk for 15 minutes easy. Set just something that is doable and realistic for you and your metabolism will automatically increase because you're burning more calories. Um, another thing you can do is just program like times to just get up throughout the day. I know at least for me, when I get down sitting at my desk, I am locked in and I like forget to get up. So a lot of times I'll tell clients to set an alarm on your phone to just get up and like just move around for a little bit. I mean, you could even do some jumping jacks, do some squat, air squats, walk to the drink, the drinking fountain, go to the bathroom, like do something to just get up and get going. Another easy thing to do is just to park in the back, take the stairs, take the long way around the store. Like all these little things in movement, if you're not naturally like a person that moves around a lot, will help so, so, so much. And you'll realize like, wow, I don't have a slow metabolism. I just am super freaking sedentary. And I think a lot of people have that realization, at least I I did before I had a step call is like, I thought I was active because I was getting my workouts in every single day or, you know, five days, five, six days a week, but I literally wasn't moving outside of that. And I like to call that the active couch potato because you are moving once per day and then you're sitting the rest of the day. And I used to totally be guilty as charged of that. So if you can get up and get moving, you will see an incredible difference with just how many calories you're able to um, consume and like just kind of being able to maintain your body weight. Or if you're in a calorie deficit, be able to lose a little bit faster, which is awesome. 
Another way to increase your metabolism is to build muscle. And you ladies are probably like, build muscle. I don't want to get bulky. I used to think that too, okay? But building muscle has so many benefits. Not only does it give you that like lean and toned look, but it also increases your metabolism. So when you build muscle, muscle is expensive to have on your body, meaning it takes a lot for your body to maintain the muscle that's on your body. So when you build muscle, your body burns more calories literally just at rest than the person that doesn't have as much muscle on them. So me right now, I have a lot more muscle on me than me five, six years ago. Me five, six years ago didn't burn as many calories as rest as I do now because I have more muscle on me now. So for every pound of muscle, you burn um, a little bit more calories than someone that doesn't have muscle on them. So that racks up throughout the day. So you'll probably find when you do start building muscle, you probably will get hungrier because your body is literally burning more calories at rest. So if you needed a reason to want to build muscle, that's not even just looking good and feeling good and having something to go do and challenge yourself, It's to literally burn more calories while you're just sitting. Like when you're in bed, when you're on the couch, you're burning more calories if you have more muscle on you. And that's just a win-win situation. Also too, when you do weight train, your body burns calories afterwards as well. So it's not like with cardio where you do cardio and then like your heart rate goes down and you just like kind of plateau out at that. Your body is actually working to recover and build that muscle, so it takes um, more act or it takes more of energy from your body, burning more calories over a long period of time, which is also pretty cool as well because you can literally do your workout and you can get benefits from it for a while. So that is also another way to boost your metabolism. Another way to essentially boost your metabolism is to build healthy habits around restoring your hormones and supporting your hormones as well. So when your hormones are out of whack, that can definitely influence how you're feeling as far as weight loss goes and just how you feel like, okay, my metabolism feels like it's slow. It could be your hormones because it affects your thyroid levels and all of that. And the main thing that I see with women, the most common thing is that they're under eating and that affects their hormones because they think they need to be eating super low calorie to get to the physique that they want, but they end up damaging their hormones, which then results in it just being a lot harder to lose weight. So that is the number one thing hormone wise I would correct is making sure that you are eating enough food and eating the right balance of food. Um, There was a lot of diets back in the day that were super low fat that some women still do. I know like keto is now the craze, which is like super high fat, but having balanced macros is also going to help with um, your hormone production. If you're not getting enough carbs in actually, your body will not like that and your hormones won't like that as well. So you have to be making sure you're getting enough carbs in, enough healthy fats in, and then protein as well to obviously build that muscle. So if we can establish a really good, solid nutrition plan, you are going to feel a lot better hormonally, which will then affect your metabolism in a positive way. And if you go from eating super low calorie to then like 2000 calories slowly, but surely through reverse diet, you will just feel overall so much better and it'll actually make you move more. So one really interesting thing that if you've ever been like in a structured maintenance phase and then gone into a dieting phase, or maybe if you think back to when you have done a diet in the past or whatever, think about how much less you move per day doing that. I know when I'm in a deficit, I catch myself moving way less. And it's just your body's natural way to conserve energy because it knows it's not getting as as much fuel as it needs. So it will do like the craziest things. Like for instance, I'll be on my couch 
and I'll think oh, I want to like change the channel or like turn up the volume. And then I just decide I don't want to because the remote's too far away. That's a way that your body is sneakily trying to reserve your energy levels because you are you know, just like those little small things add up throughout the day. So when you have more food in you, you actually tend to move more because your body is in a safe spot where it's like, yes, I can burn this energy. Yes, I can move around. And it's crazy when someone goes like, I just went from a calorie deficit to a maintenance phase and I have so much more energy now. I'm like, let's freaking go. Let's go play pickleball. Let's go for a walk. And it's just because your body doesn't, it's not in that state of kind of like conserving energy. So when you do eat more food, you're going to move more, which will essentially increase Increase your metabolism as well. Another healthy hormone habit is eating breakfast. And this is something that has been just polluted in the diet culture spaces. How many times do I need to eat per day? Do I, if I, if I fast, will I have a faster metabolism? And in my opinion, from what I've seen, eating breakfast for women is going to be super helpful for your hormones. All the studies done on intermittent fasting have actually been done on men and not on women. So when you see that data of, oh, this like is good for your metabolism, whatever, it was done on a study with men, which obviously have completely different hormones than women. So eating breakfast is going to help you in the morning because it actually lowers your stress levels because when you don't eat for hours and hours and hours after waking and you're probably having coffee and doing all this crazy stuff and taking your kids to school and doing all these things that are stressing you out, your cortisol is just increasing, which is your stress hormone. So when you don't eat, you're also adding to the stress hormone because your body also thinks that it's in a famine. So if we eat breakfast within like 30 minutes to an hour within waking, that is the perfect amount. Or even if you don't want to eat a full breakfast, let's say you have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym and you're not like, I'm not going to make a full course meal before I go to the gym. Have 20 to 30 grams of protein. That is going to help you so much and help to balance out your hormones and to just get your body going. One really common thing I hear from women as well that have a slow metabolism is that they don't feel like eating. And they're like, well, I just like, I'm not hungry ever. I'm not hungry for breakfast. That is not normal. Like not being hungry is not normal. Hunger basically is controlled by two hormones in your body, leptin and ghrelin. And ghrelin makes you hungry, leptin satisfies you and makes you full. So when you are not feeling hungry, it means that your hormones are actually out of balance. And what is crazy is then when you start training your body and getting on an actual food schedule of, okay, your body expects to have a meal at breakfast. It expects to have a meal at this other time. Your body will start to actually produce that those hormones. So you are hungry at those times during the day. And one of of my like favorite client wins, which will probably sound like, why is this your favorite client win? But it literally is for me. When a client goes from having no hunger cues to having hunger cues, I'm like round of applause, girl, you have made it because it is crazy when someone comes to me, not crazy because I've been there before too. And they're like, I'm just not hungry. I'm not hungry for breakfast. I'm not hungry at all in general. And I say, okay, girl, we got to, we got to get this together because if you want to get your metabolism back to where it wants to be, your body has, you've been suppressing those hormones for so long and just saying like, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry for so long that you've actually trained your body to not have those hormones being produced, which is not a good thing. So when those hormones come back, that means your metabolism is going. That's a good thing. You should be hungry throughout the day. That is normal. Hunger is a normal thing. So when we start to eat breakfast and really get that like those stress levels under control, you're going to feel so, so, so much better. Another thing you can do to 
not boost your metabolism, but to help those hunger hormones as well is like limit caffeine. If you're having caffeine all caffeine throughout the day, like all day long, or you're having that before breakfast or whatever, you're going to be suppressing those appetite hormones. So limiting caffeine is going to help. Also sleeping is going to help so much, literally just getting a good night's sleep. If you have a good night's sleep, you probably notice that you're not as hungry throughout the day. Whereas when you do get enough or when you don't get enough sleep, you're probably like just feeling kind of all out of whack. And when you sleep, your body has time to recover. Your hormones have time to recover and your body just loves you overall when you do get at least seven to nine hours of sleep. So That's kind of the structure and framework on how to reset your metabolism. Number one, look at how much food you are eating. If you're eating right now under 1,800 to 2,500 calories, you might need a reverse diet. And I would totally recommend checking out that episode that I created because you're never going to be able to maintain at higher calories if you don't slowly and strategically up your calories. Um, I say slowly and strategically because you could just up your calories, but you're probably going to put on body fat, which we don't, we don't really necessarily want that. Right. So if we slowly do it, you will risk, or you will um, not have that risk of the body fat. Um, Check your knee, get moving throughout the day, set a step goal, set an alarm to get up and move throughout the day, Um, build muscle. So you can just sit here and burn calories just at rest and then work on your hormone healthy habits. That is going to dramatically help to reset and restore your metabolism as well. Um, And yeah, that is kind of the premise on how we go about resetting someone's metabolism. And when they say they need to reset their metabolism, essentially what they're doing is just restoring and upregulating their metabolism and doing things to support their metabolism as well. So hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. Make sure if you want to claim your spot for our metabolism makeover program, we only have five spots. So these are going to go like wildfire with the Black Friday deal. So I will put the link for that down below as well, but everyone have a great day. Make sure to to like, share, comment, all the things you do on podcasts. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.